welcome back to the How I Ripped Off the Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by Mr MC. That would be me. How are you? Well. Good. Good. How are you? How are you? I am fantastic. I'm not convinced. No. That's alright. Everyone's in lockdown, aren't they? (laughs) Uh, This is um, Friends and Family MC, Mm -hmm. part one, episode 19. That's what I was trying to remember. I was stalling for time for. (laughs) What happened last week, MC? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was a mess. It was a mess. Um, so Shona Khan has been kidnapped via uh, evil SWAT Ghostbusters, um, who also took away Louise's ninja ghost powering thing. That was an accidental what? thing as well, it wasn't was, it? I feel it like. was. Yeah. Um, so there's a mystical object, as always, oh, involved, God. which is an urn, which turns into a demon, which turns into a safe. I that there's not even that's not even a joke. No. That's literally it. Yep. And I don't think it was written as a joke either. I think it was me trying to be like, oh, mysterious ritual. What's a bit different? Oh, safes. That is so stupid. Yep. Even when we, for the people that don't listen to our bonus content, we um, have the thing called the notes where we go through my original notebook that we found a little while ago, hoping for some sort of explanation as to what the fuck. Mm-hmm. But no, nothing. It made it more confusing. Yes. It added more items to yeah. confuse us. I'm not going to lie, it's kind of put me off wanting to do future episodes because <laughs> I'm like, what's going to happen now? <laughs> that put you off. <laughs> anyway... Um, <laughs> Despite the uh, completely incoherent events that were going on, uh, MC and Chip have decided to storm the police station <gasps> where they think the urn which was used to capture Shinokan. Which is now a demon. Oh, which is it now got a turned safe. into a demon, yeah. And a safe. Did it get turned into a safe? Yeah, he found the gem. Oh, that was it. <laughs> if this isn't making any sense, listen to last week's episode and it won't make any sense either. You genuinely look in pain. Like, yeah. I, can, I can see your face trying to like recall the episode and it looks like it hurts it's you. It's blocked it out. I, my brain has <laughs> just blanked it out. Well, so. that seems the perfect moment then, MC. <laughs> to get into Friends and Family, part one. Previously on Tamora Gason, MC laughed. He had to. He didn't know what else to do. He stood up again. This is madness. After what he's done to us all. He doesn't deserve another chance. Do you know where he has been since he died? Since he sacrificed himself? Yes, Shinokan! You left out heroically, but yes, Shinokan! Hmm, <laughs> let me think. A holiday home in Barbados? No. Hell. Tifa, Jay, Louise, Shinokan, MC, and Chip. You all have something to worry about because the Tokyo police force are not quite what they seem. Good night! The phone clicked as Chief Inspector Harato hung up. Startled, Chip woke up suddenly. He didn't know how long he'd been out, but it was enough time for that wacky dream. That wacky dream that he secretly (laughs) doesn't yearn for. No. It was still night, which meant it hadn't been for long. He checked his watch. It was broken. Then Chip remembered it was probably smashed during the blast that came from the portal. He helped himself to his feet and looked around the warehouse, or rather, what was left of it. A huge gaping hole in the roof let the moon shine in, but there was no sign of the one anywhere. Where's my new pet gone? Chip said to himself. I wanted to play with it. He exited the warehouse and started his search for the one. The group remained silent, intrigued by what the dead master had to say. I know why Chip was meant to be returned to us. (gasps) Shinokan recognised it when he saw the urn more clearly, but it wasn't in time. As he started to shout out to MC, the samurais removed the urn's lid and the slowdown started. 
the gang scanned the lobby. It was true. <gasps> Shinno Khan was nowhere to be seen. Not yet. If we can get the safe, there's a chance we can save him. Oh, oh, then I can get my dead ninja man back. Louise said wearily from the table. I miss him. MC, you can't raid a police headquarters by yourself. He won't be, Chip said as he walked into the mansion. MC disappeared upstairs with Chip slowly following. It's suicide, Jay said under his breath. The weapons room door clicked open. Click open? I think it closes when it clicks, right? I mean, if this is the only confusing thing in this entire episode, I will be very happy. The weapons room door clicked open. It was drenched in darkness. There were no windows in the room, so not even the moon could shine upon the assortment of sharp and blunt objects. MC found the light switch with his right hand, and suddenly the room was visible, as was the arsenal. A shelf leant on each wall and displayed the weapons in alphabetical order. <laughs> A for arrow. <laughs> B for battle axe. B for big sword. <laughs> uh, P for pole-like spear. Oh, no, well done. Whatever it was. Well remembered. Thank you. The way MC liked it. Which is weird, because I feel like nowadays that would be more me than you. That's very true. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. How, how the times have changed. The system he had arranged meant it was a lot easier to find the correct instrument in a crisis. The first shelf was home to an assortment of axes, a broadsword and crossbows. MC wondered what weapon, or indeed weapons, he would need for his assault on the police station. There were many options. His eyes scanned kendo sticks, scythes and throwing stars. Oh, Jay's been there then. Yeah, so he's obviously picked his weapon and put it up as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, kendo sticks. I don't know how much of a real thing they are, but I know I got that from wrestling. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was a safe weapon, like a martial arts weapon they could use in wrestling. It's just a, a, a wooden sword, isn't it? I think it's it's a like stick. bamboo tied right. together or something like that. Oh, okay. And it looks quite nasty, so. So. Hmm. Mm. Okay. His eyes scanned kendo sticks, scythes, and throwing stars. Each one had been handcrafted and would do the maximum amount of damage in a fight. MC drifted towards the shelf straight across from the door and reached for a katana. He gripped the handle and closed his eyes. His thoughts turned back to the early days in the dojo when Shino Khan had taught him how to use a wide variety of weapons. All within a year, because that's how long they trained for, to become mystical, supernatural crime-fighting ninjas. It had been hard to get to grips with all the different martial arts styles and how to control the weapons properly, but his master had been patient. Again, it was a year. <laughs> how patient can you be in a year to teach all the martial arts and weapons? It's been a week and I only know three martial arts. This is bullshit. It had paid off. MC, along with his fellow students, had become deadly killers, protectors of the weak, and saviours of the good fight. For about two weeks before they start turning evil. <laughs> no, not even that. Didn't they graduate and immediately Jack and Lee backstab Shino Khan? Yeah, I'm not even sure if they got to the point where they threw their hats in the air. <laughs> Unfortunately, three out of the four students that Shino Khan had trained had become evil at one point or another. <laughs> I'm glad we're acknowledging that now. <laughs> MC swore that would never happen to him. He was a hero and a champion. Right, get off your high horse. Shino Khan had seen to that. He had helped MC on many occasions. Never sacrificed himself heroically, <laughs> did he? It's just a bit like when people say, oh, Hitler really helped the economy of Germany. He made the trains run on time. Yeah, yeah. 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 
MC whipped the long sword out of its holder and wielded it the way it desired. <laughs> Is this a euphemism <laughs> at this point? I did wonder if it was getting a bit sexy. Hmm. But then I didn't want to say that in case it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking about me with a long sword in my hand. <laughs> Handling it the way it desired. <laughs> And if there's one thing I don't want from this show, MC, is for me to come out looking bad. <laughs> now Shindo Khan was in trouble. Locked away in a mystical safe, it was MC's turn to save him. Just like the many times he had saved his Padawan learners. Padawan is literally just from Star Wars, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. So just rip that off. Cool. MC turned the light out and closed the door as he left the weapons room. As a point, wasn't Padawan Learner the episode title? Yes, it was the one where they were teaching Jay some stuff, I think. So that was a callback. Yes, but also probably forgot that and just wanted to rip it off from Star Wars. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, did MC take any weapons, or has he just gone in with a boner and come back out again? <laughs> That's all he needs. <laughs> the most deadly of the weapons. <laughs> Handle that how it was desired. Jay noticed Louise's head slipping. She was resting on the sofa inside the mansion's living room next to Tifa. Her head gradually slid from the back of the sofa and rested onto Tifa's shoulder. Oh yeah, they're a bit um, alcoholed up, aren't they? Mm, yeah. Given the amount of tequila consumed by the two of them, they would be out for some time. Better get you two to bed, he said softly. He started to lift Louise and wondered what she would say if she woke up and saw Jay leaning over her. She'd probably hit me and or swear a lot, Jay thought. At least we're not arguing anymore. I mean, that's that's progress, I guess, in their yeah. relationship. If someone's just hitting you or swearing at you, oh, improvement, this is great. The counselling's <laughs> working. God, poor Jay. <laughs> he went to lift, but something was wrong. Nothing was moving. He tried again, but same result. Rather than admitting he wasn't strong enough to lift Louise's small figure, he settled on thinking they looked comfortable enough. Oh, okay, so this is just a digger, Jay, within the actual text. Actually, right, yeah, great. yeah. Although when he saw Tifa shudder, he picked up the sofa's throw over and draped it across the two women. Jay went to put the television on, but the thought of two drunk, sleepy and grumpy women yelling at him wasn't a pleasing thought. Poor Jay, man. I know. Like, he's so like, oh, I can't do anything. Like, I'm going to get yelled out. They're going to hit me. I want Jay to have, I want Jay to be the only one with a happy ending. <laughs> well, he should go to the weapons room then. Hmm. <laughs> For a minute, I thought you were talking about the scythe, and I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> nope, for sexy times. Maybe with the scythe. <laughs> he heard Chip in the lobby. He and MC were about to embark on a dangerous mission to the police headquarters to rescue Shinno Khan. He couldn't really say anything, but Jay wished for a distraction, something, anything to stop them both. Well, MC at least. Jay watched Chip from the safety of the living room. He was loading his wrist thingies with two knives... Chip tucked a larger blade inside his jacket pocket. They love tucking weapons in their jacket pockets. Like their jacket, <laughs> the insides of their jackets must be so torn up and ripped by this point. Shinno Khan said he was back for a reason, but it looks like we'll never get to hear that now. Jay thought. I can't even decide if I want him to be good or evil. If he was evil, then we could just kill him and wouldn't even have to worry about all this forgiveness crap. It's a simpler option, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in a way, but then do you want him... Because Chip was pretty evil. He did some bad things. I guess they're just this, Jay's kind of figuring, like, well, we know how evil Chip operates. We've got the jump on, on him this time. We I guess just, so. Yeah. If he turned around suddenly and was like, oh, no, forget my heroic sacrifice that you still forgive me for. I'm evil now. I flip the evil switch. <laughs> Jay saw MC coming down the stairs and stepped into the lobby. Ready? 
MC said to Chip. Chip released one of his wrist blades to make sure the spring was still working. When he was satisfied, he nodded to MC. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) The pair headed for the door. Jay wondered if he should try and stop them, but what could he do against two ninjas? I mean, you you could talk to them. (laughs) <laughs> like, at least one of them's still your friend. Like, well, I mean, it's not like anyone listens to him. And literally yeah. had a thing about how he's got this abusive relationship <laughs> with uh, Louise and apparently Tifa. So it's like Oliver Twist wondering about asking for more food. Yeah. <laughs> also, I guess the thing with MC is that he's so kind of one trap mind at the moment. Yeah, that's very he's true. He's been a lot of like that this season, isn't he? So he with uh, Tifa and Louise mm-hmm. and uh, Tifa. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Their exit from the mansion was blocked, however, as Dom, the antique shop owner, stepped through the door. We know who Dom is, you don't need to specify. <laughs> Do you know, on that note, hmm. um, when I was mildly obsessed with Buffy and Angel growing up, mm-hmm. um, I bought a lot of like the novels and the books. Oh, yeah. And I, I had so many, because I could get them cheap on eBay and stuff mm. like that, and... I got really sick of them because they would literally do that. They'd be like, oh, and here is Cordelia. She used to be a real spoiled brat back in Sunnydale. But now, since she's been in L.A. with Angel, she's really grown into a... And, like, every book was like that with every single character. And I was... I I know. Like, I watch these two shows exclusively all the time. I know who the bloody characters are. Why are you explaining them to me, book? Maybe maybe it wasn't written just for you? No, it was, MC. I I wouldn't be surprised if you were literally the only reader of them, (laughs) to be fair. Yeah, so um, clearly I took that on board in my writing. (laughs) Their exit from the mansion was blocked, however, as Dom, the antique shop owner, stepped through the door. What do you want? MC asked. I came to see how everything went, Dom replied. After all, I did help in the research. It's going great. We're just on our way to finish the job. MC and Chip brushed past Dom. The shop owner called after them. But I have a different job for you. Both MC and Chip turned back and faced Dom. And this one... Is a little more urgent. This is almost like a classic trope of my writing in a way. It's like, here is the main plot point. They have mm. to go and do this. But wait, well, there's uh, more. There's more. <laughs> there's a little thing they've got to do. It's like when Jay got portaled and MC and uh, Chip had to go to the genetics factory. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just seems to be a thing. There's always something else that's happening. I think you've discovered subplots. <laughs> uh, I've heard of them. I don't know if I've discovered them. <laughs> I like the shadows. He decided... They kind of remind me of home. Marissa was always into those dim, energy-saving light bulbs. Oh, a new character, MC. Yes, what a convincing actor. I wonder where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> I am very sorry to all of our Irish listeners. We do have listeners in Dublin, I've seen, okay, and around, okay. so... Yeah, sorry. I, I mean, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the street he was standing on was typical of the area it was in. <laughs> okay. The, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yes. The street he was standing in was in that area, basically, is sure what I've said was. there. was. The road was broken up, the walls covered in spray paint bearing different tags from different gangs in the area, and every other lamppost didn't work. That was where he stood. In the area. In, in the, the area. Street, in the street that is typical of the area <laughs> is where he is standing. Huh. No wonder his accent's so confusing. <laughs> the families in this area didn't notice the difference, of course. This street was one step up from being homeless, yet they all banded together as a community and helped each other. Aww. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. If every walk of life was like this, the world might just be a bit safer. He thought, but helping the world wasn't his thing. Uh-oh. He was smartly dressed, wearing his best suit and tie, the way he always did on these occasions. He would look out of place and suspicious if anyone saw him, but the Black Knight covered him well. Is he a Mormon? (laughs) Maybe. 
Have we had a Mormon villain yet? I don't think we have, have we? <laughs> I'm just assuming he's a villain, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The house on the other side of the road was his attention point. It was a one-floored place, but the two front windows were well lit and revealed the goings-on of inside... Oh, Jesus. Some unlucky mother had been given the honour of taking care of a sleepover for her son and his friends, which looked like most of the kids in the street. He raised the binoculars to get a better look. There were nine, maybe ten kids inside with the mother. No sign of a father or any other adults in the house. Getting creepy vibes from this dude. From this Irish Mormon. (laughs) Spying on kids through binoculars. Sees the nine or ten kids in the house, like... That's a small family. <laughs> God, the amount of kids that an Irish Mormon would have. Oh fucking hell. Did you just make a slightly racist joke? Maybe. Well done. <laughs> he crossed the road and walked up to the front door. <laughs> Hello, do you believe in Jesus? <laughs> he knew this was a little brash and very risky. After all, someone could see him go in, but it was the only way. The doorbell played a musical number he recognised but couldn't quite remember the name of. A woman answered quickly. She was flustered, probably from playing with the children. Playing the children? <laughs> like an instrument? <laughs> She's like a one-woman band. She's got all these like, children strapped to her with strings and like, uh, oh, drum skins. Oh, this one's out of tune. <laughs> ah, good evening to you, madam. He said in his most pleasant voice. Good evening. She replied. My name's Ryan Spring. I need to talk to your son. It's quite urgent. Ryan guessed the woman's child was a son, seeing as most of the kids in the house were boys. Ryan guessed the woman's child was a son. <laughs> okay. Oh, sounds serious. The mother said, Ah, it is. You better come in then. What an easy way. I know, right? <laughs> this is the worst mother ever. <laughs> oh, there's a strange man at the door dressed really well in this area. Better let him in. Well, he gave his uh, last name as well. Uh, so like, you can look him up on Facebook after. <laughs> Ryan Spring. Mm, sounds Famous like a real name. Irish name. <laughs> yeah. Ryan accepted the invitation and stepped in as she called out to her son. He made sure to close the door behind him. Brad, get your butt down here. That famous Japanese name, Brad. Yeah. (laughs) A young lad around the age of nine or ten came running down the stairs. So I'm assuming he's a vampire. Brad? mm, Maybe. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Because the whole invitation thing. That, and yeah, he sounds a bit, because he's in the dark. He's Mm. very well dressed. Mm. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. Yeah, nice. What, Mum? We're playing on the PlayStation and I'm winning. Oh, there's a question mark on the end of that sentence. What, Mum? We're playing on the PlayStation and I'm winning. <laughs> Brad, this man says he has something important to tell you. Actually, I just thought I'd kill you all. The mother saw the fear in her son's face. She turned to face the man that had just entered her house. But he had changed. His face was now a picture of evil. His eyes a dark blood red. And his teeth a lot sharper. She screamed as he lunged forward and bit down hard on her neck, rupturing multiple veins. Brad started to scream, just as his mother stopped thanks to the blood in her throat that was choking her. His screams brought the rest of his friends down from upstairs. Let's go see what that blood curdling <laughs> scream is. You called it though. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Ryan dropped the now dead woman to the floor and smiled as he took a huge whiff of the children's fear. Ah, don't worry, kids. Just think of me as Santa come early. Irish Mormon Santa is a lot different to (laughs) Santa in the rest of the world. (laughs) I mean, why would they think of him that way? Yes. 
I mean, do you think he's uh, doing something like turning the kids I was for an army or something? That, like yeah. he's like a semi-Irish Pied Piper vampire. Yes, and he is Mormon, so he's used to having big families. Right. And he's trying to bring over that from his previous life. Because <laughs> if you were a Mormon in a previous life and you got turned into a vampire, you'd be like, oh, I still want to be a Mormon, definitely. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just makes sense. Magical underwear. <laughs> what? That's the thing, isn't it? Is it? I think so. Where? Mormon land. I'm going to have to look this up. He eats children. Jay asked. He was completely astonished. He knew there were some despicable things in this world and others, but anything involving kids always made his blood boil. He knew there were some despicable things in this world and others. Oh, in, in other worlds. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, I that's see. true. That actually makes sense. He's I'm sorry, well- 15-year-old Chip. Jay's very worldly. <laughs> he doesn't just eat them, Dom started to say when MC cut him off. We don't need to hear the rest of it. He said, good, then you'll take the case. Just as soon as we finish this mission, you've already delayed by ten minutes by telling us about this vampire who is hunting kids. MC is so... One-track minds, one-track minds. To be fair, I guess there's, um, you know, clocks ticking on Shinna Khan. Although they don't (laughs) know that. that. No, they don't know that. MC went to leave the mansion again, but Jay stopped him. MC, you can't ignore this. It was to be dealt with now before anyone else gets hurt. What? It has it has to be dealt oh, with, is what it's right. meant to say. Okay, but it's not what it says. No. no. What do you think? MC asked Chip, who was standing on the other side of the lobby. Chip just shook his head. I know what Shino Khan would say. Yeah, well, how about you ask him once we've got him back? MC tried to leave again. This isn't something you can just ignore. Jay said. People are dying. You know about it. And we need to put a stop to it. This is kind of like when he let the rapist go as well. Yeah. You know? I mean, how do we feel about MC as a hero who does things like this? Like, obviously, he's been uh, personally hurt by the things that Hirata has done. Sure. But, I mean, letting go, like, a rapist and now a, a child killer mm. is... An Irish Mormon... Yeah, with magic pants. Child-killing <laughs> vampire. The worst kind. <laughs> that makes these crimes even worse. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's kind of, in a way, lost sight of the big picture. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly probably what Harato wants him to do. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so I just picked up my own writing. This isn't something you can just ignore. Jay said. People are dying. You know about it. And we need to put a stop to it. MC relented. He was torn between saving the man who had been like a second father to him and the youth of the nation. It sounds like he's going to release an album. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids, don't do drugs. Stay in school. <laughs> He turned to face Dom. Do you know where this vamp's nest is? He asked. No. Then how do you know there's a vampire doing this? Chip asked suspiciously. I have my contacts. Dom replied. But I also know a spell. He added. What kind of spell? Nothing to do with portals, is it? Jay said worriedly. In my head I can see him just like slowly stepping away. (laughs) No, nothing like that. I can astral project to a different plane. Here I can find specific things. One time, I used it to find my car keys. He uh, astral projected to the car key plane. <laughs> this feels like a very convenient power. Mm-hmm. How long would it take? MC asked. I'd probably be in a trance for about 12 hours. MC thought for a moment. They'd have got rid of him by then. Chip added. MC knew he was right. Then here's what we do. 
You two stay here with Don while he does his spell. If he gets anything, you can take care of it. Where will you be? Jay asked. Before MC could be distracted by anything else, he left the mansion. He's going to the police station, Chip said. By himself? You want to try and stop him? Jay shook his head. Dom said, I have things I need in my car, but I need some garlic if you've got any. I'll check. Chip went into the kitchen to find some garlic while Jay assisted Dom in getting his supplies from the car. So you really went into a trance for 12 hours just to find your car keys? I was running late, Dom replied. There's, there's a joke. I think that's an attempt at a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll call it that and leave it there, I think. <laughs> so, how... Wait, okay. So, let's just... I'm a bit confused again, MC. Ah, funny not, that. Not quite as bad as last week. Right. But, um, so, Dom uh, went into a trance and found out about this vampire? Or, no, he's going to go into the trance. He's going into a trance to f- the astral projection... The, the plane... Astral plane of... <laughs> Evil Irish Mormon vampires. Which has neon lights flashing the way to the ones that's killing all the kids. Yeah, apparently. Okay, but that takes 12 hours. To do the spell, sure. Which I guess is quicker than just wandering around Tokyo. I mean, surely they could just look at some police reports, maybe, of dead children or... Uh, Tokyo police, though, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. And I guess it'd still be quicker. Like, 12 hours is... Relatively short for pinning yes. down a vampire in the whole of Tokyo. But then 12 hours is going to be daytime then, so I don't know, maybe you'd have a better chance of taking him out then. I don't think that you thought about it to this extent. I think you, <laughs> you picked a length of time that sounded plausible for MC to go on his uh, police station rampage. And I needed something to happen in this episode that wasn't yes. just that. Yeah. I mean, we were saying last week we wanted it to be like a sort of piece, Precinct 13, which is the same scene ship raiding the police station, mm-hmm. like you know, Neo and Trinity in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. kind of wish it had just been that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The DeSoto came to a silent halt. It was still the early hours of the morning, and this was the time when Tokyo was at its quietest. The late nighters were going to bed, whilst the early risers still had a couple of hours of sleep. MC parked half a mile or so away from the police station to avoid detection. He grabbed his sword from the back seat and took the back alleys. The police station looked empty from across the road. There was just one overhead streetlight illuminating the front doors where no doubt an underpaid death sergeant was snoozing just waiting for a late night slash early morning murder call. Seen a lot of cop shows, haven't you? (laughs) Also, I really like late night slash early morning murder call. (laughs) Just having a little snooze on the desk phone goes, Oh my God, it's a murder call. I'm not paid enough for this shit. (laughs) MC decided storming the front doors, all guns blazing, wasn't such a good plan. So he crept around the building to find a back way in. His shoes were getting wet as he eased his way through the puddles in the dark streets. But the splashing noise was interrupted by a clonk. MC realised he had stepped on sewer and the cover was ajar. <laughs> he stepped on sewer. Well, it's the uh, the manhole cover. No, uh, become the sewer becomes ajar. <laughs> MC realised he had stepped on sewer and the cover was ajar. Someone had used it recently. Mm. It's going to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover you've been crying out for for so long. I really want that. Mm -hmm. I really want that to happen now. MC pulled the manhole cover all the way off and looked down into the darkness. He could feel a ladder when he put out his hands in. It seemed to lead down. Well, where else is it going to lead? (laughs) To the astral plane of sewers or jars. 12-hour ladder. (laughs) He could feel a ladder when he put out his hands in. 
There's some sentences in this episode. There are. With thoughts of Shinno Khan still fresh in his mind, MC fished out a small blue light from his jacket pocket and stepped onto the ladder. The light was only small and hardly lit up anything. All MC could see was the metal rung in front of him. After about 14 steps, he hit the floor of the sewer. He had two options, go left or go right. Knowing the police HQ was just to the west of the sewer, he chose left. And MC's sense of direction <laughs> is way better than real MC's sense of direction. But I, I like he had to I, deliberate, yeah. it's west, so do I go left or right? If a real me couldn't have navigated down the ladder. <laughs> Well, which way do I go again? <laughs> Just see you going up to the sky like, no, MC, wrong way! <laughs> MC wondered how he ever got along without two hands as he gripped the sword and the light tightly. He's adjusted quick. It's been like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he became like a supernatural ninja in a year, so like True. his adjustment period is a lot shorter than most people. True. Little things were so much harder with just one hand. Making coffee, driving, and even fighting became a little difficult... But he had adapted. He would have to do the same again. He's already done it. We established yep, that. Yeah, it's done. Whoop, there we go. By the time he got to the bottom of the ladder, he's like, yay. In the distance, his ninja hearing yay. picked up the sounds of numerous footsteps. We really do need to calculate all the ninja abilities at some point. Yeah, it's just literally everything. <laughs> hearing, healing, seeing, jumping. Thinking? Thinking, Ninja yeah. brain. Ninja brain ninja was the thing, wasn't it? It was. In the distance, his ninja hearing picked up the sounds of numerous footsteps. They were coming towards him. With nothing but the shadows behind him, MC pushed his back as far back to the wall as possible and switched out his light. The footsteps got closer and closer until MC could feel people walking past him. He could tell by their rhythmic march that they were SWAT. Then he heard a familiar voice. Chief Inspector Hirato... <sighs> MC could sense him getting nearer, and then suddenly Hirato was standing directly in front of him. MC loosened his grip on the sword to enable maximum movement. So sword fighting works. <laughs> hold the sword really loosely. Just sort of gently, really. Don't even hold it at all, really. Yeah. Just put it on the ground. He swung the sword in a diagonal motion, bringing the blade up at the same time. He felt it slide into flesh. He tried to move the sword back. But Harato had a strong hold of the sword. I thought it was only Ninja Turtles that hung about in the sewers, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Slight formatting issue there, I think. (laughs) But even Harato dropping the pop culture references. Every member of the SWAT turned around and shone their ultra-powerful torches. It burns. (laughs) How did they not see him? He's a ninja. He hides in the darkness, doesn't he? That's what they do. Mm, Okay. (laughs) He, it said his back was pushed right up against the wall, MC. <laughs> the light almost blinded MC, but slowly he got used to it, adapting again. Mm-hmm. He could see his sword. He hadn't killed Hirato. Instead, the chief inspector had caught MC's sword, and the blade had dug itself into his hand. Blood dripped down the blade, but Hirato didn't flinch once. So he is, he's some sort of strong being or something, then, isn't some he? He's got some shit going on. Yeah, because MC was really well hidden in that sewer. Exactly. There's no way anyone was going to see him there. <laughs> but somehow he's caught this sword. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did that even hurt a little bit? MC asked. A little. Harata replied as he threw MC back, releasing the sword at the same time. MC fell onto the cold, wet floor of the sewer, got back to his feet quickly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, another sentence. <laughs> Where's Shinokan? He growled. Safe. 
Well, in one, actually. Oh, that was funny. Oh, yeah, well done, <laughs> The SWAT went to move forwards, but Harato stopped them. No, no, is it not the time to fight? <laughs> we have work to do. Something evil, no doubt. <laughs> he said. That means I have to stop you. <laughs> that means I have to stop you. Well, kill you, and then you will tell me where my master is. Trying to work out if MC's trying to be quippy here, or it's serious. I mean, something evil, no doubt. Yeah. That means I must stop you, villain. <laughs> Look around you, ninja. You're in a tight space, and faced with five members of my elite samurai squad. Then, of course, there's me. For, like, elite samurai squad is, like, the shittest rap group ever. <laughs> Some sort of like parallel universe Wu-Tang where they're yeah. really bad. <laughs> You're not human, are you? Hirato put his hands to his chest as if he was hurt. I'm shocked. Do I not look human? Because I am. I just made a pact with the devil a few hundred years ago. Ooh. He, well, all will become clear soon. And as for your master, we're not stupid. We knew you'd be coming for him, so we got rid of him. He's far, far away and he isn't coming back. <sighs> He truly is dead now. <gasps> Hirato smirked. Mm. Oh my god. MC dropped to one knee. He knew Hirato was right. It made sense they would have sent him away, and that could mean anywhere. Shinno Khan was gone, and the realisation was just setting in. He was ready for a fight, but it wouldn't be at the moment. Hirato and the SWAT had gone. And that's where we're going to end part one of Friends and Family. Well, that's the end of the drinking game then, I guess. <laughs> Shinno Khan disappeared. Forever. For good. Yeah, now we are now teetotal. <laughs> to be fair, it would probably be good for him if he's locked yeah, in the safe somewhere and straightened him out. Yeah, this but... is an elaborate way of getting him into rehab. <laughs> but what a cliffhanger, MC. They mm. told MC, well, not you, but this one, mm. that he's gone. Shinno Khan is gone. Mm. And I did wonder if it could be a lie. Like, maybe... But, I mean... MC just instantly knows that they're correct. Yeah, but I mean they are in a way because I mean they don't they don't know where Shinokan's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, they have no idea. They don't know. I mean, all they really know about Harato now is that he is human, but he made a pact with a devil some hundreds of years Classic ago. Classic villain thing as well to mm. just give details away. Oh, I'm Harato's sure. great for that. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he won't come back and bite him later. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Eventually, he's going to say something he really shouldn't yeah. have. But he's really going to sort of like, oh, but it's this. But you'll find out more later. Mm. Toodles. Toddles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a cliffhanger to live the episode on. Mm. And also, we've got the whole Mormon magic pants vampire well-dressed Irish person. I like, I like how we extrapolated quite a lot of information <laughs> from very little information. Yeah, he was in the area. He was well-dressed in the area. Therefore, Irish Mormon. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we're going to have to see what happens with that because we've got our villain of the week to deal with. We do. But also, what is MC going to do now? I know, right? Being how he was so one-track-minded. Yeah, and now that's gone. Now he's got no mind. <laughs> he's off the track. Off the beaten track to nowhere. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to be profound. <laughs> what? Well, well done. Well, if you knew what I meant, what the hell I was just saying just then, <laughs> there are numerous ways in which you can get in touch with us. You can find us on Facebook, where we're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And we are also on Twitter, at howiriptoff. And if you want to hear our entire back catalogue or just share it with a friend, you can find them at SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. 
And if you could leave us a, a rating and review, we would appreciate it very much. I uh, realise the last two episodes have been uh, either <laughs> racist or confusing or That's both. Every episode. That's true. Uh, but if you can look past that and leave us a, uh, well, a nice review. Lie. Just yeah, lie. Just Say lie. it's good. Just, just, just leave five stars and be like, yeah, it's really good. You should totally listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm off to have a nice glass of water in Shino Khan's honour. <laughs>